It's a sex robot <laughs> with guns from the future. Why is it running with scissors? I'm so aroused. <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm so tired. Aww. Honestly, so tired. Last night there was um, cats fighting. As I was about to fall asleep, cats fighting outside my window. And not like... Do you mean cats as in the animals or Ian McKellen and Judy Dench? No, I don't don't mean that. (laughs) No. No. I've heard good things, though. No, there were cats literally fighting right outside my window. And so right outside as in they were in my front garden fighting. Right. At one in the morning. Loud. Like really going for it. Okay. And I was just sat there thinking, I hope these fucking cats die. Why don't you just go downstairs and be like, go away, shoot. I was stood out of my window going, <laughs> what the fuck? You're an idiot. No, that's my cat sound. You do realize that if you just went, hey, they probably would have scarfed. It was one in the morning and who I'm not like f- my neighbors who just shout all the time. Yeah, but your neighbors are also listening to <laughs> It was really loud, man. I was just like, I hope both these cats get hit by a car and one of them was mine. One of them was yours? Yeah, I'm not sure, but it could have been. You it was all fluffed up, man. So like, my cat normally looks pretty skinny and slim. Yeah, they always puff up. And he's black and white, which is like standard cat colour. And like, because they're fighting, he was all puffed up. His tail was puffed up, so he could have been one of the other cats. I honestly can't tell. You're a terrible cat owner. I fucking hate Your cat, cat was possibly in a fight and you were just going... <laughs> I shout, shout, get him, get him. And then my cat would look up and I'd be like, no, the other him, get him. Kill my cat. You should have definitely just just made a loud noise. I very rarely see my cat. You could even just shut your window loudly. No, man, I started throwing stones at him and that, nothing. Not at them, towards them. I was aiming for like the bin because they were next to the bin. So I was trying to throw stones at the bin to make that make a noise to make them fuck off. How long were you leaning out your window? Like 25 minutes or so. What the fuck? <laughs> Just walk down your stairs. It was honest. It was about two or three minutes. And then they slowly backed away from each other. Like really slowly watching each other. Like you're only cats. Like you can't do anything to each other. You shit. You can and claw each other. I should let the dog out, but he's shit as well, isn't he? Who let the dog he's out? Like, Hello. <laughs> what are you doing? Why'd you look all big now? Who let the dogs out? Yeah, I I tried to brush past it. Kia. Who let the dogs out? The, the Baja men let the dogs out. No, you did, you fucking idiot. Jesus Christ. The song's by the Baja men. How do you know that? That was the first CD I ever bought. I bought that CD too. Or was, it, was it the first one you ever bought? No. No. What was the first CD you ever bought? Um, do you remember? It was a tape. That's not the question I asked you, you fucking Oh, idiot. sorry. <laughs> okay. What the fuck? It, the, the, uh, I, I thought you meant like the first single. CD. Right, okay. The very first CD that I bought. Jesus. Let's pigeonhole it. Um, first CD I bought. <laughs> I'm going to make this even worse now. The first CD I bought was a DVD that I thought was a CD. <laughs> okay. What it was, was it? Evanescence, Bring Me to Life. So what, you bought the music video? Yeah. Which I didn't realise was even a thing. I didn't know that was a it thing. It was in a single case. And I got it home, put it in the CD player, and it wouldn't play. And then put it in the DVD player to see if it would play through that. And it came up with a video. And I was like, well, that's fucking useless, isn't it? Who the fuck was buying that? I don't know. I did. 
Why would you buy a physical copy of something to watch a two-minute video? I don't know. That's very weird. Yeah, it's really weird. I don't know why they even sold it. It makes no sense yeah, whatsoever. Yeah, it makes no sense. Have you made this up? I think you've made this up. Yeah, I made this up. I made this elaborate idea up of me buying my first CD was a DVD. That is something you would do. Uh, I also bought Eiffel 65's uh, lesser-known hit, Move Your Body. Don't know who this Which is. was the song they released after. I'm blue, rabbity, rabbity. Oh, them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I know it. Yeah, when you were at school, and that's you were probably at school when Blue came out. You're, I know you're very young, but you were old enough to be at school I when Blue it. came out. I remember the video and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just very young. Did you know where it goes? Double D, double die. That yeah. everyone just knows nowadays. Just yeah. Did you at your school? Did people think they would know there was actual lyrics there and try to put stuff in the way? Because people would be like, uh, no, nah, it don't it don't go double D, double D. It goes, and I got beat up and died. I got beat up and died. Jesus. Now listen up. Here's a story. I got beat up and died. Or else I'll just cut a verse out for I speed. I got beat up and died. I got beat up and died. Not, it? not beat up and died. It doesn't even sound right. No, it doesn't even fit, really. I mean, yeah. it fits enough. No, but no, kid, no kids in my died. school did that. Why do you always burp? Gassy. 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 I'm goddamn gassy. Um, so that was a CD that I bought. What was the first tape you bought? Um, uh, you were acting like you remembered earlier. I, I do remember, but I'm just trying to make sure it was the first one. I wouldn't want this to be inaccurate. Oh, God, yeah. Um, I don't I want to th- fact check this later. I think it was OPM, Heaven is a Half Pipe. Really? I think so. Surely not. Probably came out after Blue. I was about to say, I have a, <laughs> quite, I have a recollection that that was like 2000, maybe 2001. I had OPM, Heaven is a Half Pipe, on tape for around an hour. What? Because I went out with my grandma. We went to Woolworths. This is a very 90s episode so far, isn't it? It is, yeah. And um, we went to Woolworths, and I got OPM Heaven as a Half Pipe, right. not realising that it, like, swore in it. I didn't know that. I was just a kid. Yeah. And I asked my grandma if I could put it in the car, in the tape player in the car on the way home. And then as soon as it started swearing, she took it out and just threw it out the window. <laughs> oh. Which hurt me quite a lot, actually. My feelings were damaged that day. Do they, they're not swearing it, do they? Yeah. Do they? I'm guessing so. They, def- they definitely do swear in it. Maybe it's like shit. Yeah, that was enough for her. Yeah. Yeah, she threw it out the window. And then I'd managed to block that memory out, as I'm very good at. And then when I saw her last year, she went, how do you remember that time that you had that tape? And then uh, it started swearing, so I threw it out the window. Oh, <laughs> thanks, Grandma. Fond memories. <laughs> Can I just blow my candles out? It's my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I also wasn't allowed to buy opium. Heaven's a half Opium. Opium. Is that how you pronounce it? How do you pronounce it? OPM. I pronounce each letter individually, whereas you opium. go for what... That's what they were aiming yeah, for, opium, isn't it? Opium, yeah. I guess. Well, yeah, I think they were aiming for opium, the drug. Yeah, but it's OPM. I know. Anywhere. No, Jesus. we're not moving on from this. <laughs> I also wasn't allowed to buy it. I bought it. I got as far as buying it. I was allowed to buy it. I just wasn't allowed to listen to it for more than one minute 30 or however long it takes to swear. <laughs> no, I wasn't allowed fundamentally because it talks about Jesus ripping a bong. 
<laughs> he does look like someone who would rip a bong. Definitely looks like someone who would rip a bong. And someone I'd love to rip a bong with. No. Why? Because he just talk about his dad. But he knows like loads of hookers. <laughs> Not that that's a positive <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> Do you love hookers? Do you um, love hanging around with guys that know a lot of hookers? By hookers, I meant that he... Um, he meant the the rugby position because you're not allowed to say hookers anymore. Mm. We were of course referring to that. Yeah, I was obviously referring to the number two position in rugby union. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Prostitutes. Oh, <laughs> you know how to say that? <laughs> I don't think you can say prostitutes either. Really? Okay, the kids in our house are so Americanized that they say prostitutes. prostitutes. Like, is that someone you paid to make music for you? <laughs> <laughs> prostitute. Yeah, prostitute. Beep beep. So what was the first tape you were allowed to buy? Or oh, CD? I was going to say, see, like, tapes were when I was, like, four. So I probably okay. bought my first tape when I was, like, four or five. So I can't really remember it. I just remember my CD because I bought my first CD when I was, like, seven. And it was Who Let the Dogs Out. Nice. I think I had that on CD as well. So the first album I, pretty album sure I, bought, I bought was Blink-22, I think. I know I said a minute ago that I definitely had it on CD, but I'm starting to have doubt in my mind now. But I'm nearly 100% that I had Baha Men Who Let the Dogs Out. I think it would have been CD because by the time, I think that that came out in like 2001 One. when CDs were very in. Most things I refer to coming out in 2001, except for 2001, which didn't come out in 2001. As in Dre 2001, I think it came out in 2000. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. And 2001 Space Odyssey didn't come out in 2001 either. Yeah, isn't it set in 2001? Yes. Yeah. And it's also nothing like what 2001 was like. Yeah. Well done, Kubrick. You Kubrick. They never get it right. Have you noticed that we don't make a lot of future films anymore? <coughs> Probably because the way things are going, it would seem really depressing. <laughs> like, we, yeah, we make a lot of post-apocalyptic films. Yeah. But we don't make, like... Nice fantasy. Like, probably the closest thing we've made is, like, Blade Runner. I haven't seen Blade Runner. The new one? No. Have you ever seen either of them? No. Okay. I didn't know there were two. That's how much of them I've seen. God's sake. Like, let's make a dystopian film now, and then it's just too realistic. That's what seems to happen. That's why James Bond got put off in it. I haven't seen the new James Bond, but it's about a virus being let out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that's why I got put off. I didn't go put off because they wanted a cinema release. Oh, right. But that also might make sense why it took so fucking long for them to get it. How's James Bond even still going? So fucking boring, isn't it? Yeah. When there's people like John Wick about. Yeah. Who would absolutely murk him up real good. Everyone's talking. Like, I've heard a few people talk about the new James Bond. Like, oh, it's really good. And I'm like, did you like the other ones? And they're like, oh, I love them. And I'm like, well, of course you're not fucking like it. That says plenty about them. Then. I think most people don't like James Bond. It's pretty boring now. I think it was great. And then I think as soon as they brought out, like, real action heroes. Yeah. Well, not even, like, no, action heroes. He's not really an action hero, but, like, John Wick is probably the best version of that now. Yeah. Because he's an absolute badass. I also don't like that they've made John Wick into, like, this fucking trilogy merchant. You know what I mean? They just dragged him out. Where one guy killed his dog, and then he killed him. Yeah, I like that. And then his entire family, each member... As this, this trilogy goes on, he's my cousin's wife's dog walker. Yeah. Ah, why I oughta. Just going after everyone. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't like. I liked John Wick one, and then John Wick two was alright, and then John Wick three was. Yeah. I don't really remember John Wick three that well. That's how good it was. Yeah, I don't either. But honest. John Wick is pretty banging. It's like Taken. 
Yeah, the first one's amazing. The second was amazing. And then they made Taken 2 and 3. And I was just like, oh, just leave it at 1. Why do they do that? Why do they make more of them? Money. I know. Sweet money. You're asking why? Money. I meant like it was more of like a rhetorical, why would they do that? Why would they do that to a perfect Money and lack of integrity. Die Hard is another one where if you just stayed at one. I do enjoy the other ones. The second and third one. I prefer the third one. But if they just left it as the first one, that would have been incredible. Home Alone 2. I haven't seen Home Alone 2, I don't think. (laughs) Fucking what? Because Home Alone 1's so good, I just assume they're all shit after that. No, Home Alone 2 is genuinely better. Really? Yep. There are sequels that are better. What happened? Wait, what happens in the second one? Because obviously he goes to New New York. He goes to New York. Yeah. Where are his family? Florida. They should be in prison. (laughs) But it's an accident again. Again. Social services come knocking. Well, yeah, you did leave him. You can't comment on. You can't comment on it when you haven't seen it. Okay, I can comment on the premise though. Well, the premise, yeah, yeah, but you haven't seen it. So they left their kid at home, and then no one did fuck all about it. In the first year, they left the kid at home. In the second time, they were all going to Florida, and they lose him at the airport. And no one does a head head count at any point before they get on the plane. Okay, we watched it over Christmas, and me and Machine did notice a massive plot hole. Where, so when they lose him at the airport, I can't believe we're talking about this. <laughs> when they lose him at the airport, they're running and that's how they lose him. And like, he looks down and he looks back up and there's a guy wearing the exact same coat as his dad. And they, they the whole family goes this way and the guy's running behind the dad and the, the other guy goes this way. So Kevin follows that guy. Yeah. Gets on that plane by, he but bumps into the woman who's getting everyone on the plane at that plane and then drops, she drops all the tickets, and then she's like, oh, no. And then, which is also a bit of a plot hole. I don't feel like even in the 90s, they would have been like, oh, just, just go find your parents, and then, then it'll be all right. <laughs> like, they would have been like, well, no, you need to find your ticket, and we'll hold the plane up. It's fine. Like, find your ticket out of this pile of tickets. And then, yeah. But then basically, she gives them to the stewardess, and then he takes them down, and she's like, make sure he finds his mum, and then blah, blah, blah. He goes on and he's like, there's my dad in that coat. And then he's like, cool. So he's all fine. But in the plot hole that I've not heard no one talk about is that on the other plane, Kevin's mum and dad, it shows them on the plane. They're in first class and all the kids are in the other, they put all the kids in standard class like fucking dickheads. Yeah. And um, it shows them in first class and she's like, I feel like I forgot something, you know, but we haven't. And then I thought like, if I just just rewind that a bit, if I was getting on a plane and I had like fucking ten kids, and even if I was in first class and they were in standard, I would have sat my kids in their seats. Yeah, do you know what I mean? I would have put them in their seats and been like, "Right, you're there, you're there, you're there. You be fucking good. I'm in first class, so shut the fuck up." Like that's what I would have done. I would have been like, I would have checked them all into their seat. I wanted like, what did they do? Did they just get on the plane and go? Ah, you're all back there. Fuck off. Yeah, we don't like, talk to scum like is you. Is that what they did? Like, also, right, you're treating this as if this is the first time that there's ever been a problem at an airport with this kid. Like, we should probably check they're all there. If you've previously gone through, I yeah. left my kid at home, you'd be, for the next one, you'd be super on it as well. You'd be like, right, well, I've definitely got all of them this time. There's not going to be two nonces trying I feel to like, attack him or whatever happens. I feel like, I'm getting so deep into this now. I feel like the writers of Home Alone really thought about how to how to do the airport scene. Yeah, they really sat there in that fucking office and were like, "How can we make them get lost?" And it's legit. You see it, and it's good. 
And even the bumping into the woman with the tickets, like it does, it does unfold quite well. Yeah. And the stewardess, but it's that it's the other side that they don't show you with the family all getting on the plane. And I'm like, I feel like I need some kind of explanation to that because I don't know how you would get all your kids on the plane, sit them in their seats, unless you just don't. But in that case, you are a terrible parent. If you just th- if you just give all the tickets to the kids and you you're in first class and you just like you just you just all go back there now. Gordon Ramsay flies first class while his kids fly coach. Oh, what a prick! He's like, you know, you have to learn what it's actually like. He's not going to give many of their money, his money or whatever. <laughs> you have to learn what it's like while we live in a million pound house. Yes. Yeah, yeah. By that logic, he should be like, I'm going to live in a million pound house, and you're going to live in the fucking pool house. Not even the pool house, because that's fucking luxurious. And and how elite it is to have Gordon Ramsay cook every one of your yeah. dinners. Like, how much you'd pay to have your private chef for the evening as Gordon Ramsay, and every meal they have is made by him? I'd imagine. Do you think Gordon Ramsay has, like, takeaways and shit? I'd love it if he did. Just As soon as he gets off camera, he's just, like, tucks into a Big Mac. (laughs) I'm fucking sick of this pretentious shit. Just straight into a Big Mac. Other sequels that are better. Um, Terminator. Terminator 2. Yeah, that's a solid, solid one. Yeah, much better. Predator, same situation. Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, I think the second one's good. Wait, which one's wait? Which one's the one with Arnie in it? The first or the second? The first one. Oh right, yeah, I fucked that one up. The really. second one's the one with. Mm, uh, is it the guy from Lethal Weapon? Mel Gibson. No, the other one. Oh, the other guy from Lethal Weapon. <laughs> it might be him. Or someone else, but it's it's set in New York and it's like Predator in the city. <laughs> okay, maybe I've I've got that one wrong then. And it's shit. Maybe I was just thinking of Arnold Schwarzenegger too much. Yeah, but yeah, Predator ones. I think Predator. I think Predator in general is pretty shit. Just gonna put it out there. The character's cool, but I think everything else is just meh. Yeah. So Terminator Two, Home Alone Two, you think's better. Although I personally think Blade Runner 2 is way better than Blade Runner 1. I have zero opinion on that. Yeah, you haven't seen them, so... My mum told me not to run with scissors, so... I'm guessing that's what a Blade Runner is. Oh, Jesus Christ. Is that what a Blade Runner is? What is a Blade Runner? Somebody runs blades? No. Is it about suicide? No. Oh. What robots? Do they run? Yeah. Well, they're humans. What? They like human look like robots. All oh, right. Call the cold. People have sex with them. Uh, I imagine so. Yeah. I'd imagine it's one of the first things they do to them. Hundred mm. <laughs> percent. I feel like yeah. The minute someone invents a robot, some guy's gonna make a sex robot straight away. <laughs> <laughs> like straight away, he's just gonna go. Oh, that's a nice robot. Now I'm just gonna take this part out of the crotch and put this part in, and we're good to go. <laughs> I think there's people like us going. Oh, we're gonna get one of those robots. Do like washing up, do the hoovering, that kind of thing. Kind of fuck it. That's the first question. <laughs> It goes two directions, I think. It goes straight yeah. into, this one's going to kill loads of people. This one's going to blow everyone. Yep. Like, Are we not going to do one that just does the housework? Nah, we'll make the one that has sex do the housework. Yeah. Well, yeah, the other one's got guns on it and bombs and shit. You don't want that one. No, no. You that would make more of a mess. You want the one that's made for pleasure. Yeah. What if the one with the guns could have sex too? <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. I could just imagine like a, like an army meeting. And a guy's like introducing his new like <laughs> like gun machine robot, and he's like, "Yes, it's fitted with twenty cannons and 
you know, bombs and all this stuff. And then the guy's like, can I fuck it? <laughs> Why would you want to fuck it? You said it was a robot. <laughs> it's fixed with semi-automatics, rocket launcher, pocket pussy. Also, there's... <laughs> hey, what, what was just that? in case. What was that last one you just said? Machine guns. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. Rocket launchers. The one in between. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> What's that pink thing between its legs? <laughs> Uh, the human race is disgusting yeah it is. can we kill people with it or fuck it i don't want it <laughs> can i fuck it while it's killing people <laughs> is uh, that an option oh, my dick just got a little bit hard hmm. <laughs> i hear you gazing in the distance like you're a fucking a machine gun robot just like just firing all the time It'd be amazing Fuck no, it wouldn't. I can't do the R rolling thing. It's so loud. I wish I could. No, I can't do it. Oh yeah, you can't do it either, can you? I can't do it. Anytime I speak to someone, how do you do that? Oh, it's easy. You just put your tongue in your mouth. Oh, where it normally is, and then you just blow really hard, and then it just goes. I got a couple then. It's fucking hard. I want to be able to do it so much. I feel like it's one of those things you can't teach yourself to do. You can just either do it or you can't. Like tongue rolling. Can you do that? Mm -hmm. Can you do that one? Let's turn it over. The audio of this is incredible. (laughs) (laughs) For everyone listening, Daryl is just turning his tongue upside down. Lara can do a sweet one where she um, makes like an M out of it. It's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen that before. I was like, how do you do that? And she was like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) And then started rolling her R's at me. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Everyone in my house can roll their R's except me. And every time I mention it, they all do it at the same time at me. Now you've said that. So we had this talk in the shop. Sam Sam could roll her R's. Me, you and Adam couldn't. Yes. See, it's a girl thing. It's more prawn in females. Just based on the fact that you it's now five females. I, I think men can do it. I've heard many a rap oh, I've, heard, I've heard men do it. I just wish I could do those bits in the songs. Like when I'm singing along, I could just do the like say I'm listening to Panda by Designer. Panda, 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 Panda. I got broads in Atlanta. You must know that song. Nah. Well at the beginning it goes the the thing. Does the You have to imagine I'm doing the you don't remember that? No. Panda. That's him in the music video. He can't do it either. <laughs> Is that Nothing looks more gangster than doing think, that. Isn't this more accurate? Like, <laughs> I don't think you can do that anymore. Sick. <laughs> when uh, when Lara was a baby and she used to cry, it was my favourite thing to do. Like if she was going, <laughs> I just like do it over her mouth, <laughs> and then she would start laughing, and they would. Oh. It was quite amusing. It would usually fix the problem. It wouldn't just <laughs> look at this crying baby, yeah. <laughs> slap the shit out of her face. No, it wasn't like that. It did sound a bit abusive. I'm not gonna lie. No, it would always turn it around. She would start laughing. Oh, okay. Yeah. And she's like, "Can I have some food now?" No. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true I definitely fed her that's why she's still alive now yeah well, yeah yeah. you've got evidence yes still alive yes ish definitely alive ish definitely alive <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
<laughs> Debatable. <laughs> she she is alive. She yeah, is she alive. is. Last I saw her anyway. Yeah. I haven't seen her in a few months. But she's still there. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Any other sequels? So I'm trying to think. Have you been to um been to the cinema after all this COVID stuff? Yeah, I've been gone the whole time. Oh. I mean not the whole time, obviously. No one they were sure. The second they opened, I was like, Yep. We haven't been as much. Like we were, we have a cinema book, me and machine. So we keep all the tickets from the cinema we go. Every time we go. And um like a photo album for tickets. Well, it is a photo album and it's oh. got tickets in it, yeah. That's quite a nice idea. Yeah. It just goes when we try it at home. This the the first ever proper like so when Machine first came up to Scotland and we went on our first date. We didn't go on a date. Um she just came on a flat and we got Chinese. That was the first date. So it's pretty Big fan sure. of Chinese as well, aren't you? She fucking hates Chinese food. <laughs> <laughs> That's testament to how yeah. nice of a guy you are, isn't it? Is yeah. I will put up with putting this horrible shit in my mouth and then we'll have Chinese after. hey Too easy, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Too easy. Should have left it. Like her. Oh. I would like to uh, detach myself from that comment. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so... This the second time she came up, which was the first time we went on a date. We went for Chinese food again. <laughs> <laughs> In my defense, she just didn't say she doesn't like Chinese food. And I love Chinese food. So I was just, what she, I was like, what do you want to eat? And she's like, whatever. And I'll go, Chinese food. Also, who doesn't like Chinese food? She's She was just like, genuinely hadn't eaten enough of it, in all honesty. She didn't know rare. what she liked. She tried bits of it and went, I fucking hate that. But then I took her to a buffet and I was like, have you had this? And she was like, no. And I was like, well, have that. That's just rice. Have some. Have you had this? Chips. No. Had <laughs> <laughs> this? Curry sauce. <laughs> well, actually, yeah, she, honestly, she, she hadn't tried a lot of it. She tried, like, sweet and sour. And was like, oh, I don't like it. And it's like, okay, I can get it. It's literally sweet and sour. It's quite a strong flavor profile. That's like coming over here to eat, like, British food and then having some brown sauce and be like, yeah, exactly. I hate all English people. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. I mean, not necessarily people, but it works in this situation. She obviously hates the Asian world, so. She does, yeah. Yeah, she doesn't. She's 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 came quite around to it now. She loves Japanese food. She hates Vietnamese food. There's not one I haven't have found one Vietnamese thing she likes so far. She doesn't mind summer rolls, but they have to be done right. That's wild, man. I love I love Vietnamese food. Same. Or food, just food's fine. All food, yeah. I love most food. I don't like mushrooms or nuts. They're the two things I don't like. But I could eat both of them. <laughs> if needed yeah like if you like you know give me a satay I know it's peanut I'll eat it and yeah. I fucking love satay well give me a bag of peanuts and I'll throw them in your face <laughs> I'm gonna test that put mushrooms in a sauce and I'll eat it all day give me garlic mushrooms on a side and I'm like nah I'm good slimy the places normally just give you garlic mushrooms on the side they do they see me and they go it's Daryl we'll give him some garlic <laughs> they mushrooms they know you by first name yeah <laughs> every place you go they're like oh Daryl hello Daryl <laughs> you're <Again>. back <laughs> we'll get the extra strong chairs out <laughs> you, you not fall from breakfast no <laughs> <laughs> ah you're already gone for three hours this time <laughs> <laughs> does my payment for the all you can eat still last now even though I've left and come back <laughs> Oh, fucking hell. I liked um, when you could go to the cinema after the rules came oh. back. 
if you're going to eat popcorn, you didn't have to wear your mask the whole time, so just drag that popcorn out. Like, sometimes it lasted past the, the Yeah, the mask rule in cinemas was just fucking dumb. It made no sense, It really. made no sense. I mean, none of the mask rules indoors make sense. It doesn't matter how big the size of popcorn I get, I always finish it before the trailers is over. Really? Yeah, because I think that's the polite thing to when do. When I eat popcorn, I eat it lasts. No. It always lasts. No. I do like throwing it. What? <laughs> I like sitting there, like, next to Debs or something, and I just eat the popcorn, and then just every so often just... <laughs> And she goes, oh, thank God I haven't eaten in weeks. Oh, this morsel. Thank, thank you, master, for the Thank sustenance. you. And then she starts firing guns. <laughs> and then you fuck her. <laughs> no, she won't let me. No. <laughs> when I last went to the cinema, though, I noticed a massive increase in people just sitting on their phones for a film they paid for. You go pay, I don't know how much it is, a tenner or whatever it is, a ticket. And you go sit there on your phone instead, just Snapchatting people. Yep. There was someone who looked like they were just Snapchatting bits of the film. and That happened to me the other week. Yeah? Yeah. What, just Snapchatting bits of a movie? So I went to see Spider-Man, the new one. Yeah. And it was a packed out, it was like the second yeah, the second day it came out, it was a packed out screen, sold out. Um, it was every man, so it wasn't like a huge screen. It was like, I think it's about 150, 120 people maybe, max. And... um. We'd pre-booked our tickets because we're thoughtful and, you know, like to do things in advance. And so had all the people in the back row because obviously you buy the back row first. That's what everyone does. Um, but all the front rows were all people that clearly turned up on the day and were all teenagers. Little fucking shitty teenagers. Um, and every man normally is, is so sound. I went to send it, I went to send it for my birthday the other day and uh, every man again. And it wasn't a single fucking problem. And it was all, it was all, we went to see a rom-com and it was all couples and it was fine. And it was full again. It was chocker. It, we were, had people either side of us, front and back, and it was fine. Nobody talked. Nobody got the phone out. Everyone was there to watch the film. Spider-Man, teenagers, fucking assholes. So much shit happened. So like, they were obviously talking. Uh, right. So at the start of the film, for the first like 25 minutes, there was this group of girls in front of us who like just kept getting up and going out. So there's three of them. One of them was firmly sat there watching the film and didn't fucking do a thing. The other two were on their phones and then just getting up and going out. They got up and went out three times. One time was for a solid 15 minutes and then came back in. And I was like, you've missed so fucking much. Like, <laughs> you do not know what's going on in this film now. Like, you cannot. Like, I haven't seen it and, I, and you shouldn't spoil it for people. But my understanding is there's a big twist in it as well. There is. but Don't say what it is. No, no, no. But... In the first 15 minutes, this is shown in the trailer, he goes to Doctor Strange and asks him to change the whole fucking, his whole, like, he goes to, he says, can you change everything and make people forget I'm Spider-Man? That's in the first 15 minutes. And granted, it's in the trailer, but obviously there's a lot more details and fine points of it that you need to watch yeah. in the film. And they missed all of that. Because weirdly in a film, they don't just put a little 15-minute chunk in there that's irrelevant. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, yeah, normally, yeah. If I watch films with the kids and stuff, like if they're looking at their phones, like, you have to look at this because they're going to give you little hints of stuff that's going to come up later. Yeah. Like if they show you a key on the side, there's a reason they're showing you it. Yeah. It's not just there for no reason. Just mental note, there was a key there. This is a terrible, I don't know what film this is. I don't know at all. Some films do fuck with you, though. And those films I respect. Yeah. Soprano, like Sopranos did that a lot. Well, just randomly put stuff in there and then... Yeah. There's a... in one. It's it's in one season. I can't remember which one. It's, it's three or four. 
Um, it shows you Tony's gun cabinet a lot, um, which is hidden in like a fucking Roman pillar because he's a baller. And it, there's a grenade, and it shows you the grenade like close up a lot, like three or four times throughout the whole season. You keep seeing this grenade it keeps coming up. You can, and it, like they'll open the gun cabinet, and the camera will literally just be on the grenade. Like, like they'll open it up and it's like grenade, and then you'll be grabbing something behind the grenade, and you're like, "Why is it?" It's like showing you it, and then the whole season goes by, and then the next seasons, and like me and Machine binged it when we first watched it, and then like we randomly went like, "Nothing ever got happened. Nothing ever happened with the grenade, ever." I like that. And then we googled it, and then apparently the director said like he did it on purpose because he likes to he likes to test people because he was saying like you saw the grenade, what did you want him to do with it? Did you want to like put it in someone's fucking mouth? Oh, that would have been. Do you know what I mean? He's like, how? He's like, what do you want this sick fuck to do with it? Like inside the sex robot. So I mean, he's like, and that's what he's saying. He's like, it's a test of you and your thirst for violence, which I thought was really good and like, oh yeah. But then also, I am watching Sopranos and I want to watch Tony beat the shit out of people. So you're giving me that. So put the grenade in something and blow it up. It's, the grenade part of it's irrelevant, though. If he showed the same stapler that often, you'd be like, that oh, stapler's going to... He's going to staple someone's fucking forehead. Yeah, yeah Sopr- Sopranos, is Sopranos is just fucking... He's going to put two pieces straight. of paper together with that in a minute. And that's what he's going to do. The So there's a group of girls. Yeah. So two of them leave, right? The girl that sat there the whole way through this yeah. film, how pissed off do you think she is at this situation? She wasn't. What? Because if I was there with two friends, they just kept fucking off and coming back, fucking off, coming back. I'd be like, just fuck off. Yeah. Just don't come back in No, again. she wasn't because she was also a cunt. So <laughs> 15 minutes into the film. So, right. So we're here. The whole cinema sold out. There's a row in front of us that's empty. Well, the, the two sofas in front of us are empty. And then it's them. Hmm. 15 minutes into the film, not into the trailers, into the fucking film, four people come in and get shown to that those two sofas. And I was like, about fucking time. Like, what the fuck? Get the fucking way. <laughs> so then they sit down. But then when they sit down, it turns out that the girl that is left there, the other two girls are outside at this point, she knows them. And she's like, hi. Oh, my God. Where were you? <laughs> and all this shit. And I'm just like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, I can just see her head just like, <laughs> while I'm trying to look at Spider-Man. <laughs> anyway, right. So... <laughs> These kids in front of us, after this little interaction, and these girls come back from their last trip to wherever the fuck they went, they're fine. There's no more issues from them. Like, they seem okay. On this side of the cinema, there was some other girls that were just being fucking assholes and fucking about, talking, and you could see a lot of people around them getting really pissed off. But then for one bit of the film, I don't know, I don't know what happened, but they just put their tor- torch on the camera for a solid 30 seconds. Like, and I mean a solid... It wasn't like... Oh shit, fuck. It was like they were looking for something. But like up. What? I don't know. They were up and down, like it was up here at some point across and everyone was just like Turn it off <laughs> Like everyone was getting annoyed. Like everyone was just I think Spider Man came out of the screen and he's on the ceiling. People people were getting pissed off. That like, must be the worst bit about being at the back, though, right? Because if you're at the back, you can see everyone's activity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The further down you are, the less you see. Well, we were second from second from the back. Right, so there was yeah. a solid, like, six or seven rows in front of us. So we could just see it all. And then, yeah, this was the worst thing of the whole film. Um, all these fucking kids, like, multiple, I could, so many. Fucking. Well, no. They could have been an everyman. Not as good as me. <laughs> to them. Yeah. <laughs> I always think about that in every man because they have the lovely sofas. Yeah. Which obviously is very comfortable. Uh-huh. There's a very good chance people have been doing some finger banging. 
But the, the yeah. sofas are like material, aren't they? They're not like leather. Yeah, the material, yeah. Yeah, which is not a good wipe clean surface. Yeah, but I just think they hope you don't fuck them. Oh. What am I going to do with my robot then? Just shoot people with it. <laughs> do, you take your, do you take your sex robot to the cinema? I love Spider-Man. <laughs> I especially like Doc Ock. Is he a robot one? He's got like robot tentacles. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, the worst bit of this whole film is that all the kids, so many of them, I think at least five or six of them, were Snapchatting the whole film. It's outrageous behavior. Yeah. Like solidly just filming bits. Um, and obviously I'm not going to spoil it, but there's big twists in Spider-Man multiverse, whatever the fuck it's called, uh, No Way Home, and they were just filming them and just putting on the Snapchats. And I was like, Jesus Christ, if I was on your Snapchat, I'd want to fucking murder you. Yeah, I'd be furious at that. Oh, yeah. Is this the last one of the trilogy, or will that give away something? Um, I don't know. Is this? It's going to be a trilogy, though. I don't know. Yeah. Why would it be a trilogy? I don't know. I honestly don't know. Because the other ones have been trilogy. Well, no, actually, they haven't. Because the Andrew Garfield one is only two. Oh, you're about the Spider-Man? Yes. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, there's only one trilogy, and then... And then a two. two. Although loads of people are now petitioning for a third one. So I I hadn't seen the Andrew Garfield ones, and you told me to watch them, didn't you? Yeah. So when I had the old vid, I was um, laid in bed, and they were both on Netflix. Yep. So I watched both of them, and they were fucking great. They're great, aren't they? Really good. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed them. Some of the writing's a bit shit, and then some of the bad guys are a bit naff. I liked um, Emma Stone in it. Yeah, Emma Stone's great. Yeah. And then she was awesome. I just, I just thought, I just think, I genuinely think Andrew Garfield's the best Spider-Man. I also liked that they had her. I can't think of what her character's name is for shit. That's why I had to say the actress. Gwen Stacy. Yeah, is she Gwen Stacy? She is. She's not thingy. Yeah, Mary Mary Jane. No, yeah, Mary Jane's the first one, who is Kirsten Dunst, Dunst yeah. who was also in Jumanji. Yeah, well done. Yeah, she's in a lot of other things. No, and. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I really enjoyed her in it. I didn't know there was a character called Gwen Stacy. Yeah. But it made an Eminem lyric make a lot more sense to me. Okay. Because there's an Eminem lyric where he says, maybe I could, maybe she could be my Gwen Stacy despite her man. But he says it in like a despite her uh... man. So I just assumed, I assumed from that lyric that it must be a character in Spider-Man, but I hadn't come across it yet. Okay. But it's just a nice little bar, isn't it? There you go. Yeah. Learning things. Yeah, I like, I like the Andrew Garfield one a lot more. Yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. He's like the dark Spider-Man, I think. The moody, broody. That's how I kind of perceive him. Almost like a kind of a little bit more, it's going to sound dumb, but like a bit more realistic to like a moody, nerdy teenager. Yeah. Than like Tobey Maguire, is that the first one? Yeah. He was like a 40-year-old teenager. He looks so old. Why? This has happened for years. Like, they used to cast adults. Like, yeah. Grease. I was if just John about Travolta to turned up at my school, but like, who the fuck is this? John nonce? Travolta isn't even that bad. Have you seen the rest of his friends? <laughs> They're all old as. There's fuck. a fat one who's literally, he's got to be 45. The one that looks like a mechanic. Yeah. And when they're in the mechanics thing, I'm like, do you own the place? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but like for years they did that. Like you see a five o'clock shadow on like a twelve-year-old. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking weird, man. But I suppose they just didn't want to work with child actors because they're shit. Difficult, isn't it? Yeah, they're pretty shit. Like they are hit and miss. You get some child actors who are fucking amazing, 
And you get other ones where you're like, oh, Jesus Christ, you're really ruining this film. <laughs> <laughs> like, genuinely, there's been so many where I've been like, oh, this film was really good until that kid started pretending to cry. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't someone just hit it? <laughs> I think surely making kids cry should be one of the easiest things. You'd have thought so. Just because, like, kids cry a lot. Yeah, just say I'm going to take away your Tamagotchi yeah. or whatever. Or what. Yeah, you'd have thought it would be a lot easier. I'm going to kill your parents. <laughs> your parents are already dead. <laughs> Mommy and Daddy aren't going to come pick you up from this. <laughs> it's lay straight back down. I see dead people. <laughs> Where? All the time. See, he was a good child actor. Have you seen him as an adult? Yeah. He does not look like that kid. <laughs> well, he does. Okay, he looks I like... I think he does. He looks like an inflated version yeah. of the kid. I think he does, because he's like... He's, he's got a proper baby face. Hayley Joel Osman. He's like us. I am firing well, on these names. You haven't got a baby face. Not as much as you have. No, I've got a baby face. Yeah. yeah. I think I've got quite a baby face, but then I met your baby face, and it was much more baby face. What's wrong with my baby face? Nothing. Nothing's wrong with it. That's really the reason you don't drink, and it? it's because you can't get served. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I made a 10-year commitment to not drinking because I haven't been able to get served my entire life. In the last 10 years, the few times I bought alcohol, I have been ID'd a couple of times, and every time I'm just like, really? Like, come on. <laughs> it's pretty obvious, isn't it? I, I, just, I had a, like, not an argument, but I had like a discussion with one woman once who was serving me. And she's like, but it's, yeah, what, what is it? Um, check 25 or whatever yeah, the fuck yeah. it is. 25. You have to look 25. And I was like, I think at the time I was, I was like 27. I was like, 27. And she's like, well, maybe you might be 24. And I was like, well, if I might be 24, that's what I said to her. I was like, if I might be 24, then serve me the alcohol. I was like, do I look 17? She's like, no. And I was like, <laughs> this is getting really complicated. I was like, if I'm not 17, like, that's what she said. She was like, oh, but you don't look 25. And I was like, but challenge 25. That's what Challenge like. 25. Yeah. Mm. She's like, you don't look 25 though. And I was like, I can get that. But do I look 17? She was like, no. Fucking give me alcohol. And the worst bit, I was like, this isn't, this isn't even for me. I did say that. She's like, who's it for? And I was like, oh, my girlfriend. Like, no. I realized <laughs> She's that. 12. I realized when I said it, she was like, who's this for? And I was like, oh, no, not a child. Um, <laughs> she already please drunk. Please serve me. <laughs> please serve me the alcohol. <laughs> I uh, was getting served when I was like 15 years old. I was the only person that could get served without ID at this one shop. Yeah. And every weekend would go in there and buy like 12 crates. <laughs> but I was, Jesus. you having a, another party? <laughs> yep. <laughs> another, another dinner party with the Fosters, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was Castle Main 4X. It was good shit. What? Oh, yeah. The fuck is that? It was stuff that was eight cans for a fiver. So I'd go in there with like loads of five pound notes or five coins. <laughs> <laughs> like One, two, <laughs> I'm sure he knew, and he was just like, "Fuck it, I'm almost dead." We we had a there was a specific well, there was, there was a specific bar in Borough that served us, and knew we were teenagers. All of us. I can't remember what it was called for the life of me, but like, <laughs> shout out. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely closed down. But um, yeah, it was me. It was me. It was, a group of our friends told us about it, and then me and my friends went. And it was dead. Like, it was just us. Mm. But then, like, two weeks later, it was full. Like, it spread really quick, and then it was literally every Saturday, 
everyone from fucking Bora poured it. Every teenager poured into this bar. Like they must have fucking their money must have went through the fucking roof. Mm. Like it was literally wall to wall, shoulder to shoulder. Every table was full. There was people just stood outside smoking out the back. Like everywhere was full, and they were making bank. So it looked like the pub from Hot Fuzz. Yeah. And honestly, if you look round, I think the oldest person from my memory will have been 18. I was drinking in a pub when I was a very young teenager as well. And then I went back there on my 18th birthday with an I'm 18 patch after drinking there for three years. <laughs> what did they say to that? <laughs> went, you just turned 18. I was like, yep. There's not much they can do. Yeah, he's like, no, no. Uh, yeah, well. You're barred. I'm more fool us. <laughs> oh, no, we did a whoopsie. <laughs> Should have probably ID'd you. Those, those were the days when you could smoke in a pub. I don't remember those days, sadly. No, you won't, because the um, the date that that changed was the 1st of July, uh, 18 years after I was born, <laughs> whatever year that was. <laughs> because my birthday's on the 30th of June. Oh, so you had one month of it? No. 1st of July. Oh, 1st, I thought you said 30th. Yeah, yeah, so at midnight that night, there was no more smoking. Oh. I think you could still smoke through that evening. But yeah, by the first, if I went out after my 18th birthday, couldn't smoke anywhere. Oh, what a shame. At the time, I thought that was bad, but now it's definitely a much better idea. Not I was about to, to smoke. say, like, so much yeah. better. I have memories of like restaurants. That was the most dumb shit. Yeah, having smoking sections and yeah. non smoking as if the smoke knows. <laughs> it goes, it's the dumbest fucking shit. Like, my, pretty much my whole family is asthmatic. So every restaurant we went to, my dad was severely asthmatic. And every restaurant we went to, we would like demand a non-smoking area um table mm. just to minimize minimalize it but i remember one time it, we went to this like there was this like chippy restaurant mm. in stockton we went there and it was the it, the restaurant was about the size of this room it was tiny it was like four or five tables and the smoking area was a corner <laughs> it was the corner of the room so my parents were like can we have a non-smoking table please and i remember as a child thinking why are you asking for a non-smoking table? There's three tables there that are smoking and we're sat next to them. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. what is the point? <laughs> like elbow to elbow. Don't want to be in that corner. Like, yeah, it was just, fu- literally, like, they were smoking. Like, I remember people literally six to ten feet away from us smoking and I was like, I can taste it. <laughs> <laughs> What's the point? <laughs> Fucking dumb as shit. Yeah, they were, it's mad to think of that as being completely different now. Because my first drinking in places and going places was always smoking at the same time. Yeah, not for me. Which was really shit. Like when so like a club's rammed and people got cigarettes hanging out of their mouth or they're holding a cigarette, they're just burning people. Yeah, I've heard a lot. Burning of that. people's clothes. Everyone stank. Like even as a smoker, it's stank in there. Yeah, and it would like there'd just be a cloud above everyone. It was everyone's smoke. You could smoke anywhere as well. It wasn't like. You can only smoke at a table. You could just go onto the dance floor and you could smoke there if you wanted to and just bounce about with a cigarette hanging out your mouth. It's fucking weird. It seems weird now, doesn't it? That was so normal for so long. Imagine telling children that. What, like, now? It, like in the future. Yeah, telling them now. You used That's to what I mean, smoke yeah. inside. Yeah, you used to smoke inside and no one thought it was weird. Yeah. And you could smoke next to children. You, like, you could My favourite thing to tell young people um is that get in the van is that used to be able to smoke on planes yeah 
Like, that seems to blow. Because, like, indoors, people are like, oh, yeah, because, like, yeah, I've seen it on TV. But, like, planes is very, not very, doc- very undocumented. Well, I don't know about that, because if you go onto a plane, nearly every armrest has an ashtray in it still. What planes have you been on? Really old ones. <laughs> yeah, where are you flying? I think most of the planes I've been on have had ashtrays in them. You need to go on some new planes. I went on one plane that was fucking incredible. Most of the planes I've been on have ashtrays in them. <laughs> Before you start the story, if I got on a plane that had an ashtray, I'd be like, get me the fuck off this plane. <laughs> <laughs> Can this fly? <laughs> it was called a Dreamliner, and every chair had a tablet in it. So your armrest like, folded open where the ashtray was, and then, which I missed, and then a tablet would come round and face you, connected to Wi-Fi. You could go on YouTube, play games or whatever. Good size as well. It was nice. Apparently, when um, you could smoke on aeroplanes, the air in the plane was better because they had to circulate it. So as soon as you didn't have, there was no smoking on there, they didn't have to circulate it as much, so the air got shitter. You all ate each other's farts. Yeah. Yeah. I've never smoked on a plane. But yeah, it got banned in like the fucking eighties or something. Nineties, ages ago. Then Long people before. started smoking in the toilets. Oh yeah, on the plane. Yeah, that was a common thing. Yeah, that's such a shitty thing to do. And if you took a shit on a plane, there's a chance that it could kill someone, which is pretty good. What? Because your shit would get, go into that like tank thing, and then they'd drop it out the plane. Because of how high it was, it would all freeze. And people have been killed by falling frozen shit. <laughs> Where? Are you telling me that? No, this isn't a thing. They used to drop shit out of place. Used to. I don't know if they, they might still do. I don't know. I was about to say that they surely they don't do that anymore. Too many shit ice picks just in people's heads. Like, that can't be a thing. I don't know if it still is. Like, imagine, it might be. It can't be. But it could be. I don't think it is. I imagine back in the day, that would have been a remedial thing. They'll just be like, ah, just pipe straight out, it'll land somewhere. Won't it freeze? Nah, don't worry about that. They would have thought about that. Won't it kill someone? No. Won't, I mean, I would have been like, won't it cover someone in shit? Yeah, probably. What happened to Jeff? <laughs> got stabbed in the head with a piece of shit. Just shrapneled with shit. <laughs> Travelling at 100 miles an hour into his skull while he was cutting the grass in his calf denim shorts. <laughs> Daisy uh. Jukes with the pockets hanging out the bottom. <laughs> imagine like... Doing like imagine like just being in your garden, sunbathing, and then like it impaling you. Because <laughs> then you'd have time to like if it hit you in the head, you'd be dead. But imagine if you had time to see it, you'd be like, "What is that?" You'd be like, "Ah, it smells like shit." <laughs> like you'd die. That'd be the worst way to die. If you're going to murder someone, though, good weapon. What? Because as long as it's not your shit. I was, I was just thinking. I was literally I was thinking. I was like, surely it's got a. If you were to stab someone with a piece of ice, yeah. you could melt the evidence. And then the thing they got stabbed with, the weapon would not be found. The puddle would. Oh, my God. Sounds like a riddle now. There's a man laying in a room with a stab wound, and there's a puddle next to him. Mm. And he hasn't pissed himself. Yeah. He probably has pissed himself. There's a clear puddle next to him. Actually, there's two yellow puddles. I'd freeze someone else's piss and stab him with it. And in that way, when it melted, they'd go, this must be the guy. Why would there be two lots of piss where this man's died? Do you know how dumb we are? We didn't think of the fact that we could just put it in the toilet and flush it. What, flush the ice? We'll put it in the toilet and melt and just flush the fucking whole thing away. Yeah. You haven't got to leave a puddle. And then it, in a plane, do it in a plane. Stab someone with ice in a plane, right. flush it down the toilet, and then the water melts, falls down, turns back into ice, 
and then stab someone else as well on its way down. Double bunny. Yep, two yeah. birds with one ice. Oh, yes. That's what we want. That's right. How the fuck did we get to here? <laughs> we were nicely talking about the cinema, and now we're talking about best ways to kill someone. I would have loved to stab one of those children in the neck with an icicle. <laughs> <laughs> the one that wasn't getting up. <laughs> I, I did. The one that wasn't getting up, make an example. As they walk in to stab their friend up. <laughs> this could have been you. This is what you fucking get! <laughs> I was going to kill you, but I want to give you the satisfaction. Do you know what I love in films? I love when, in it's mainly in prison films, but when someone stabs someone and they just fucking pepper them. <laughs> like, I love that. Whenever I see, you know in films when, like, people, like, stab someone once and they're like, uh, there's a lot of, like, that, that whole thing. I hate that. I'm like, just take out and do it again and then just pepper like, them up nice. Like, get it done. Yeah. Why have you just done it once? Like, yeah, just fucking, oh, I love that. That takes a lot of energy out of people, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. And, and obviously in prison, one. obviously in prison, they're doing it because normally it's just a screwdriver. Yes, you can't. So they're just, yeah. they're trying to just make as much damage as they can to kill them. But I love it. In documentaries. It looks aggressive. Because you watch a lot of crime documentaries. Do you the always, old one. The old one. Whenever they say they were stabbed multiple times, mm. straight away, I always turn to Tebbs and go, it was someone they knew. She what? goes, because it's always a passion thing. Every time someone's stabbed loads of times, it's always a passion crime, crime of passion, isn't it? Yeah, I know what you said. I just, sorry, I just imagine you just, like, just the way you said it. I've got a deer stalker on. I've got a pipe and a monocle. And I just turned to it. Yeah, that's exactly what I imagined. <laughs> I think you'll find... It was a crime of passion. <laughs> I think you'll find this person probably had sex with her. <laughs> I do love that, though. That's, one of my, that's my favourite kind of stabbing. They, they do that in Scream, don't they? Is it in Scream where... Just ha! Ah, I, I haven't seen it. You haven't seen Scream. I haven't. That's uh, wild. Okay. I know. I haven't seen Scream because as a kid, I just never watched it. Same as a teenager, and then and as an adult. No, there's an adult. Uh, it was on at Painted Lady. Oh right, quite a few times. So I would tattoo and like zone in and out. So I know the twists. I know who the person is at the end. I know. I know everything. You know, I know who dies. Like, so I know all of that. So now I feel like I don't need to watch it. But then people always go, oh, we need to watch all of it to like, and I'm like, yeah, okay. Oh, I know how you can get rid of the twist because I did this. I, went, I hadn't seen it since I was like a young teenager. Right. So that was like the scariest things got back then. Yeah. Um, And because I'd watched scary movies so many times, <laughs> I was watching it like, oh, yeah, it's the police officer, isn't it? It's the police officer that does it. Because in Scary Movie, you're like, oops to do first. <laughs> Pick yeah. his nose and that. Smell my fingers. What's that? That's when you know you become a man, doofus. <laughs> Smell my finger. What's that? My ass. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I just remembered that being the twist. The whole time I was watching it, I was like, fucking police officer. I was so smug in my own head. <laughs> I didn't say anything out loud, but the whole time I was like... You thought you thought Scary Movie had literally just copied it. <laughs> yeah. The whole time I was watching it, I was like, fucking police officer. There he is. Mr. David Arquette, I'll see you. And then at the end, I was actually a little bit disappointed. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> like, what? Have you seen the trailer for the new screen? No. I don't watch trailers. You don't watch trailers? No. Why? Because I just prefer to watch the film. But how do you know if you want to watch the film? Usually, like, I tend to watch films 
based on who's in it, who directed it, who wrote it. So I'll just get an idea based on those things and do my best not to see trailers. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. Because trailers always give you these little snippets that are either... They do sometimes give too much away, yeah, but... Definitely won't watch a long trailer. I'll maybe watch a 30-second teaser or something. Sometimes I'll watch the beginning of a trailer. Or an Instagram trailer, where they're like 30 seconds, like a little bit of it, where it like just flashes loads of different things. Yeah. But yeah, if I know I want to see the film, like if a Christopher Nolan film comes out, I don't need to see a trailer, I'm going to go see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, so... So there's no point seeing the trailer. I don't really give a shit what it's about. I just know it's probably going to be good. With that said, though, I would probably still... I would now vet Christopher Nolan films. Why? Because I really didn't like Dunkirk. Yeah. Why is Harry Styles in it? Nobody knows. I don't think Harry Styles knows. <laughs> I don't think he even knew he was there. In that, uh, that scene where they're in that boat, I was just like, please let Harry Styles die. Please. Somebody just fucking shank him. <laughs> Please, maybe the stunt coordinator's fallen asleep and it <gasps> the ghost has shut the pen. <laughs> that was a bit scary. This is gonna become a found movie horror film. Mm-hmm. But the only scene is this the whole time. So sometimes for forty minutes people will just be looking at an empty sofa, hearing steps and Ah get that out of my ass. Her ass everyone will go vagina and guns. <laughs> It's a sex robot <laughs> with guns from the future. Why is it running with scissors? I'm so aroused. <laughs> but simultaneously dying. <laughs> Blade Runner, the Terminator sex bot 2, coming to cinemas soon. Ooh. <laughs> it's a bit of a long title, but it's yeah. a work in progress. You could just call it Sex Machine Gun Robot. <laughs> no, Sex Robot. Subtitle with machine guns. <laughs> coming to a cinema near you. Spelled C U M. Yeah, coming on an every man's sofa near you. I don't think every man would pick that up, to be honest. <laughs> Doesn't sound like that kind of film. Uh, this sounds more like a kind of film that would get put on certain websites. Last time I went to there, every man was years ago. Porn. <laughs> That's <laughs> Yeah, last time I went was years ago. I only go to Everyman exclusively. I went to go see this is how long ago it was. I think it was Transformers 4. 3. That wasn't that long ago. No, what's the one? Transformers 3 was that quite What's the one with the bearded one? What? The best one. It's got like chain beard. Oh. I think the opening scene is a crane transforming and like wheeling over itself. I swear that's the Mark Wahlberg one. Might be. Which was like 2008. 18, I don't 17. remember a lot of it. Yeah, it was like four or five years ago now. I don't remember a lot of it. I I drank like three bottles of wine during it. What? <laughs> Why? Because they offered it. Who? <laughs> Every man. Oh. Because you can get a bottle of wine, can't you? Yeah. So I was just fucking wrecked watching this film. Like, holy shit, this is good. <laughs> ah! Ah, have sex with the Transformer while it shoots people. <laughs> I do agree with you on the Dunkirk one. I don't think it was the best subject for a Christopher Nolan film. Like, when, when I heard he was doing a film on Dunkirk, I was like, I wonder what Twisted Turns is going to be. Like, I thought he was going to, like, use that as the the mold, and then he was going to make some weird film out of it. But then he did just make it a homage to Dunkirk, which was like, yeah, it's fine. It's fine, but it's not a Christopher yeah, Nolan film, is it? it's not a Christopher Nolan film at all. 
I swear he's doing another one. I think I heard, remember the other day he's doing another, not another Dunkirk, obviously, but like another Dunkirk two war epic, like in the same vein, not Interstellar and fucking whatever that other one was. Either. Inception, Tenet, oh, Tenet. That's it. Yeah, which was Tenet was weird. Oh, I should watch Memento again. You should. It's been a long time since I watched Memento. Same. I think I'd be annoyed at the the tattoos in it, but I haven't seen it in so long, though. Why? I just generally am in f- films and TV. I think I've done I pretty never, well. I never they, feel they like look, they look like they're in. They look pretty real in that one. Do they? I, yeah. I haven't seen it for 10 years. Prison Break tattoos, they were, they were good. They were very good. That and body, they looked that, like they were in. That, that's what I'm saying. The, like the effect, the bodysuit was legit. It was that good that they made him wear a long sleeve t shirt all the time because it was too much effort to put But I did in. read that I think that was around, not the first time, but it was one of the first times they used. You know, like those tattoos you can get now? Like um, the, no, the fake tattoo. <laughs> that was a fucking. You weird. know those tattoos they can get now? <laughs> the tattoos that we do upstairs. <laughs> you know, the ones that you can get now where you stick them on and then they develop over a few days. Oh, right. I swear that's, I read that that's what the process they used on him. Because I remember he said in an interview, it takes months for it to go away. And it took hours for him to put it on as well, didn't it? Yeah, yeah it took him hours to put it on. But he, I remember him saying before, it lasted like weeks or months. Like, he, it wouldn't just wash off. It was like, it stays on. Who's the tattoo artist that did it? Oh, it was someone famous. I yeah, think. it was. Yeah. Because they're actually quite nice looking tattoos as well. Yeah, it was well put together. I can't remember. It was someone... I swear it was someone like Elienk or something. It was someone like that. But who's actually good? <laughs> what? Someone from LA Inc., but you know, someone that was actually good. <laughs> well, some of them were shit. <laughs> yeah. It's better than modern tattoo TV. Yeah, that's true, actually. Where it's all pretty much shit. No one in my family um, really has tattoos or has ever had tattoos. Um, so my first introduction to seeing tattoos on people was watching Miami Inc., Really? The whole reason I tattoo now is unfortunately because of Miami Ink. Okay. That's which I don't really like to admit very often. I think that's a bad thing. Let alone publicly to everyone. That's not a bad thing. But yeah, I saw Miami Ink and I was like, what people can do that for a job. <laughs> and then really like got in my head that I wanted to do that at like seventeen. And that's kind of the catalyst for me wanting to become a tattooer. Was me just thinking, oh, you can do that. Because I always loved drawing anyway, but now I never had like a direction for it. It was kind of similar for me, in all honesty. Like, Miami Ink and LA Ink was like, was one of the first exposures I had to tattoo in. Hmm. But, like, Miami Ink was famous around. I don't know. I was about to say, the first, my first exposure was Paul getting tattooed. So he got his first tattoos at 18 when I was 8. Hmm. Miami Ink was big when I was about 11 or 12. So yeah. it was a few years later, but like when my brother got his first tattoos, that's when I was like, that's cool. And I started like designing my own and picking what I wanted. But it was around 12, 13, that's when I was like, which is when I started watching Miami Ink. That's when I was thinking like, that's something I could do. That's a career. And it's because I did watch Miami Ink, yeah. And I saw it was a job. Yeah. Like, you know, like I think when I saw my brother getting tattoos, I forgot about the tattooist behind it. I, I built my passion, but I didn't think about the career aspect of it. Whereas seeing my main car, I was like, ah, oh, because it gives you a really good insight. It, it gives you a, a very good insight for someone who's never been in a shop. Exactly, yeah. Like, at all. Plus, like, Chris Garver's just a fucking oh, dog. so fucking good. Just watched him, like, freehand a dragon onto someone's arm and all the scales. There was, was a... Just, my mind was blown at that age. I think, yeah, it was during COVID, during the first lockdown. I just, I remember one day, I just, I just queued, like, it was, it was like a YouTube 
cut of Chris Garber's best bits yeah. from Miami Ink. I just queued it and then I just watched it. I'm not joking. Every tattoo, I was like, fuck me. Every single one was good. It's funny because when you watched it the last time, the first time around, same as I did, I haven't seen it since. Um, you wouldn't have had a clue what was good, what was bad. Yeah, you'd yeah. Known that the technical good. application, you'll have been going, oh, that's a nice tattoo. Whereas as a tattooist, I was looking at everything and I was like, fucking hell, like, that's so good. Yeah. And this is now, oh, it's got to be 15 years old now. Yeah. yeah. 15 years ago, he was doing that kind of stuff and I was like, fucking hell. More than 15 years ago, isn't it? It's about 17, 18, I think. Yeah. The first season was probably, I want to say, like 2002, three, something like that, maybe. Yeah, around man. that time. But yeah, it fucking blew my mind. But yeah, watching it back was interesting because I was, I remember I did, I literally queued it and like I follow Chris Garver now and he's fucking outstanding. But cockily, I thought, I bet you can like, I bet he's got better over the years. Obviously he has, but like fractional. Yeah. As in he was doing the same quality of work back then, which is And that's mad. not a bad thing. It's like his it's level, not a bad his thing. level yeah, is yeah. up there already. He still got better, but like it was only fractional because he was so good back then. Yeah, man. And just looking at the stuff he did back then, I was like, and the thing was with my obviously nowadays his Instagram is just exclusively pretty much Jap, yeah. the occasional black worky thing. But back on Miami Inc, he was doing everything. Yeah, he was taking on everything and whatever came in, kind of thing. That was the approach. Obviously, it was a walking shop where people got custom work, which was quite confusing. The whole thing was confusing because it was TV. They'd like they'd show up and then they'd need to. They'd be like. So what do you want to get tattooed? Like, you haven't discussed this yet. Yeah. You've, this hasn't come up. Because it's not real. What? No. <laughs> no way. Shut up. Man, my, I would be so annoyed if every tattoo I went to go get, they had to draw it up for me yeah. before I got it. My least favorite thing to ever happen from Tattoo TV... Draw it up on the spot, I mean. Was, I hope they draw it up. was the Tattoo Fixers thing where... Um, I don't know if you were working in a shop at the time, but when Tattoo Fixers first came out and everyone was fucking talking about it, mm-hmm. obviously one of the things they do is they made everyone sit, all the, all the artists sit down and draw for the person. <laughs> yeah, like a competition. Yeah. <laughs> well, I could do this for you and I could do, and it was like comparing each other. Like we had a few people come into the shop in Dundee and do that. As in they would say like, so I had this idea and I wanted this, blah, blah, blah. could you get like everyone to like draw me something and I'll pick which one I like the most? And I had to watch the receptionist just go like, not a fucking chance. No, no, that's not how it works. <laughs> Obviously, they wouldn't say that. I would say, that's not how it works, blah, blah, blah. And then a handful of these people. It was, it was genuinely, I think I saw maybe like six or seven people do that in the first six months from Tattoo Fixers. And two or three of them did go like, but that's how Tattoo Fixers do it. I reckon that must have happened, though, after Miami Inc. After Miami Inc., people must have been like, what? We talk about it before. Surely we just turn up and you draw it for us yeah. there and then. Can I just book my appointment, please, for my custom tattoo? And then someone edits all the footage down so it looks like you drew it really, really quickly and really up and sat there for a couple hours. Excuse me, at what point do I talk about my dead mum? <laughs> <laughs> Is your mum dead? No, but I would, my understanding was I had to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, when are they going to start filming us? <laughs> <laughs> do you know I, what doesn't watch back well? Prison Break. Oh, yeah, it's terrible. Prison Break and Lost are like the pioneers for the series yeah. we watch now. Yeah. They're the like binge. the OGs. Well, no, if we're talking about the OGs, it was Sopranos. Was Sopranos before that? Honestly, don't yeah. know. Way before. Oh, right. First season of Sopranos came out in 2000, I think. Sopranos, then, was ahead of its time. Yeah, people because say this a lot. When you watch Prison Break and Lost, uh, every time there's an advert break, there has to be a cliffhanger. 
So every 10 minutes in a 50 minute, ad, uh, 45 minute episode, yeah. there's a cliffhanger in a prison break. It would go, burr, 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 as it came back on again, because there was no cut when you mm. watched it back. So do a cliffhanger every 10, 15 minutes, which is fucking long to watch back now. Every episode had a previously on, even if you watch on the DVD, previously on prison break. So, so Soprano, Sopranos didn't do that. Because they're not a shit show. No, it treats you like an adult where they'd go, yeah. you've probably seen the episode before. We know you're going to stick around for the one after. That's interesting. I didn't know it came out before because yeah. I always thought Breaking Bad was the one that kind of treated everyone a bit more like grown-ups and were like, you'll probably stick around for the next episode it's or the Breaking next Bad, Breaking Bad is very like Sopranos. Very. What I meant by, like, what, the reason I mentioned Sopranos is because you were saying about Lost and Prison Break. What I meant was... I think Sopranos was probably one of the first TV series that people got obsessed with and binged. It was it was one of the first kind of binge culture. That and The Wire. Well, like, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, they were they were one of the first ones that like got the office talking, and people would like lend each other the VHSs. I remember my parents having the Sopranos DVD box set. Um, they waited for it to finish and then they binged it in like 2006 or seven or whatever it finished. They binged the whole thing. I remember them doing that. But it wasn't theirs. It was someone they'd lent it off. And then they lent it to their friend and so on. I remember being a kid as well. I'm going, can I watch that? And my parents were like, no. <laughs> no, <laughs> you can't. it out the window. And I was like, why not? And then I watched it, like, yeah, I watched it a few years ago. And I was like, oh, yes. Yeah, this isn't appropriate for children. You, you won't understand why he keeps putting a grenade in the scene. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, on top of that, I think, I, yeah, as a kid, I would have found it boring as fuck. Yeah, probably, yeah. Like, as an adult, it's hard to follow sometimes, like, genuinely. I need to watch it. Oh, you do. I think I've watched two or three episodes. I think I started watching it in one of the lockdowns, so I'll go back and watch it. It's just... I do tell people... We, I literally had this conversation yesterday with Tom, because I, I keep telling Tom to watch it. I'm like, please fucking watch it. And him and Grace, they they watched, like, about a season and a half. I think they watched the first season, the whole one. Mm. And they were just like, it's not for us. And I was like, just keep going. And they said, like, they said to us yesterday, like, I don't want to watch something where I have to keep going. And I was like, I get that. And I was the same. Like, I watched the first season of Sopranos, and I was like, I don't get it. I don't get what the hype's about. It's good. It's not that good. Mm. Then I watched the second season, and I was like, okay, it's got my attention. Then I watched the third, fourth, fifth, sixth, and I fucking fell in love with it. Like, it's literally my favorite show of all time. And then when I finished the last season, I went back to the first season and watched it. And it was amazing because you once you fall in love with the characters going back to the first season, it's I don't know if the guy that, that directed it intended it to be that way, but it's so good the second time round. Do you know what I mean? And like the third, fourth, whenever you keep watching it, it's just it feels good. Sweet, I will definitely it's watch very it. Very unique. Yeah, I'll put some more effort into watching it. I love Sopranos. Well, maybe I will do too. I really want Tony Soprano. Fuck me. <laughs> and on that note, we should probably wrap up. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>